Boker Tov, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasfiros. We're on page Shinvav. And yes, last couple days we've been discussing the concept of the spiritual four worlds, four realms of existence. And this already should be something common knowledge that every Jew should know by memory. We start with the world of Atzilus. That world is these first three worlds are supernal worlds that are metaphysical realities and where that world has all the energies of Hashem are there ready to go and the, and the reality of Hashem is nearly completely revealed it's all revealed really <clears throat> and then that starts everything off then we go down to the next world which is Bria which is the beginning of the creative process to bring things down to the bottom world. And there we say is the throne of glory of Hashem in very high level malachim. And that's where the interface between the lower world and the higher world really takes place. And there is more concealment of God over there because there's other realities than Hashem. And then we go down to the world of Yetzirah, which is filled with malachim, who are already agents of Hashem who are bringing down energies, bringing up energies to Hashem. There is more concealment of Hashem. And then finally the world of Asiya down here, which is complete concealment of Hashem. And um, all that Hashem wanted to have come here is now here in the world of Asiya, the world where everything is happening, so to speak. So that we discussed many ideas about that. So now we will discuss what the Sefer Yetzirah says that in everything of all of existence, there's a combination that expresses itself with three central functions, and the buzzwords are olam, which means world, shana, which means year, and nefesh, which means soul. It's an acronym, it's the first letters. Olam is ayin, shana is shin, Nefesh is Nun, that spells the word Ashan, which is smoke. As the mountain was filled with smoke at the beginning of the Torah at Sinai. So those three buzzwords really, and this is really how we would say, is the Jewish three-dimensional view of reality. It's three dimensions. So Olam, world, really is Makom, place. Place and space. Shana year really is zman, is time. And nefesh, soul, really is adam, man. Those are the three dimensions. And every aspect of existence can be analyzed through those three dimensions. Just like there are 12 celestial signs in the heavens, that reflects olam, space. Okay, and parallel to that is 12 months, that's time. And the months, those times are dictated by what goes on with the spars in the space. And then there's also 12 uh, natures of a person that is reflected in nefesh, in soul, that are connected. If you're born under those certain astrological signs, you have a propensity to have certain attributes at that time. So that's another 
three things that, again, you see they're all coming together as well. And therefore, when we talk about Kedusha, talk about holiness, so what do we have there? We have the highest level is the Beis Hamikdash. Okay, that's, that's Kedusha's Mokom, holiness of place. We talk about holiness of time, that gives us Shabbos. And we talk about holiness of man is the Jewish people. Where's the Torah fit into that? Hang on, we'll get there. We got everything in there. We're talking about different elements, so to speak. Four levels. Okay. And therefore, when we're talking about the attribute of Malchus, for example, which is the lowest sphera, so we have to look at Malchus in terms of Makom, place, where that really is Eretz Yisroel, and the crown of the Malchus, or is that little highest part of that, that's the Beis Amigdash. And in terms of time, again, the Malchus is Shabbos, and in terms of man, it's David HaMelech. So you have all these kinds of examples, and that's why when we look at the holiest day of the year, when, when is that one short moment where we combine all the holiest of holiest forces, we get the holiest man, which is the coin Godel, and the holiest day, which is Yom Kippur, in the holiest place, which is the holies of holies of the Beis Amikdash, where that is a fort Yom Kippur, which is Shabbat Shabbaton, a whole, the Shabbos of all Shabboses. So you see that everything is always looked at in the three dimensions. There's always a, a triangle of dimensions connecting space, time, and man. That's the concept. In a footnote, he mentions other examples that the Svas Emes brings, and he says that Hashem put uh, seals, a chosem, Hashem put in these levels of Olam, Shona, and Nefesh. We'll see what that means, and a bris, as we'll see in a minute. So Shabbos is the seal of time, okay, and especially for the Jewish people, okay, and the Mishkan and the Beis Amigdash is the seal of place, and the soul has the seal of the bris Mila, where that separates the Jew from everybody else. And in addition to Bris Mila, we know there are how many covenants exist? Three. Three covenants. What is the three Britos? Bris Mila is one. Shabbos is the second one. And Torah. Torah is called a Bris. Okay? So we've got, because, okay, Shabbos is called Os. So these are the three covenants. So why would you need these three as the covenants? Well, again, because of the three dimensions of Olam, Shona, and Nefesh. The Torah is the covenant for what? For the world. Because the Gemara says, had it not be for the Torah, there'd be no world. Because Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world. So what's the, what keeps the, remember, a covenant is the perpetuity. A covenantal relationship means a perpetual relationship. 
So how is there a relationship to the world and the whole scheme of existence is through the Torah. Without the Torah, there's no world. Because the whole world is, 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 a, is a manufactured byproduct of the Torah. It's an expression of the Torah. So the covenant of the world. If there is no Torah, there is no world. Now in time, if you want time to exist, what is the covenant of time? It's Shabbos. And really that's how, where do we get seven days from? It's all from Shabbos. The whole world goes with a week. That's the biggest proof to the Torah. You know, the world will never acknowledge that a week comes from the Jews. Comes from Hashem. Right? And and the Shabbos gives focus and a covenant to all the time that leads up to it. And Mila, circumcision, is the covenant of the soul, which is only for a Jew, because it, it keeps the soul intact, and it keeps it in focus. So, the, so again, so bris. So everything is a very interesting, uh, I don't want to say a game, God forbid, but a mind exercise. Look at every aspect of existence and try to find the three dimensions of it. Okay, so we now see this, three dimensions of a bris. And therefore, violating the bris, how would you, how, how does a Jew break the covenant? You break it in three ways. You don't keep Shabbos. You don't circumcise. And you don't learn Torah. With those three, you're breaking the covenant. Okay. Another example he gives, just an amazing idea, uh, the... Luz, Lamed Vav Zayin. Okay, what do you know about Luz? Well, there's a bone at the top of your vertebrae here. It's called the Luz bone. Okay, now the concept of Luz, what's the concept of Luz? Luz is the concept that there is no death and it's all life. Why is that? Because mystically we understand that when Adam sinned, the entire body benefited from the forbidden fruit. Except, we are told that the loose bone did not benefit from that. How and why, I cannot explain to you. But, and therefore, when a Jew dies, and when it's time to be resurrected, you're resurrected from the one part of the Jew that never was destroyed, and that's the loose bone. That's going to give you the Tchiyas Amesim. Alright, so now, so there's a concept of loose which means there's no such death. Now, that aspect of the lose bone is in which lose, that dimension is the dimension of soul. Because, in other words, there's a concept, lose is a concept of eternal life. So when we look at the human being, there's no eternal life in your body. It appears. But then you got that lose bone, and that lose bone always stays all right, and then from there you'll be reconstructed in Triasimation. So I know you're going to ask what happens in the Holocaust. People got burnt up. There's no loose bones. Leave it to God to worry about that. But that the soul actually that. But the but the, the physical is physical. I understand. The but soul it, is not. So the soul is the one. Yeah, who, but the soul needs a body. Eventually goes into a but, body. Yeah, but where's but the, the body? What happens? The soul can exist without a body. I understand what we're talking about. When we talk about soul, we mean the, the human being who's who's alive. 
So there's a body with that. There's a body with that. So it's got to be a body that's got to be reconstructed. So it's got to be something of that physical dimension that still exists. So that's the loose bone. So that's in terms of soul. How about in terms of place? Well, there was a city in Eretz Yisrael called Luz. If you remember by Yaakov, he called the place Base Kel Ulam Shem Luz Barishona. And the Gemara discusses there was a city called Luz where nobody died. Because nobody there talked Lush and Hara. Or died prematurely, whatever. And then this guy came and started speaking Lush and Strange, so they had to get rid of him. And what about Yom Kippur? Uh, what about year in time? So what's the lose is Yom Kippur. Because the Sultan cannot prosecute at that time. And therefore prosecution brings death. So we can't have that either. So that they have that concept of lose. And finally, uh, they bring from uh, the Sefer Rosa de Shabbos, what Rav Eliezer Weintraub um, brings down. They explain a lot about these three levels that we've discussed. And uh, yes, it's, yes, I'm just looking over this. And that parallels everything that we've talked about. And he explains also that all of these have what we call a merkaz. These things have a nekuda, have a point that's the merkaz sabria, is the focal point of creation. All of these have focal points of creation. So in the realm of Olam, the focal point is the Beis Amigdash, and specifically where the Beis Amigdash? The Evan Shasia, the foundation stone. That foundation stone is from where the entire earth was created. Start from that point. In time, Shabbos is the focal point of the days of the week, because the days of the week have no meaning without Shabbos. And certainly with the with the Adam, okay, the the Adam himself is the focal point of all the created beings, and specifically the nefesh of that, because everything was only created to accompany mankind. And where is the focal point within the person? It's the heart. So as you see, you've got focal points in the and from there, those areas you're taking the heart and you're taking the Shabbos and you're taking the Evan Shasia. These are all focal points of reality and the Evan Shasia really is the beginning of all of creation came from there. Okay. Um, one second. Ah, so now the question is why does everything have to have these three aspects of creation? Because the service of the human being is to bring the entire world to its tikkun to its repair and to elevate and connect all the worlds from Asiya through Atsilus, but to bring them all back to their source. And therefore we have to correct all the elements of each one of those sources, which is Olam, Shona, and Nefesh. We have to fix every aspect of this world. In other words, the physical world has to be perfected the soul has to be perfected, and time has to be perfected. Now what those are in higher worlds, that's another story beyond what we can understand, but at least in this world, so there is always a focus. So in the, in the scientific world, the three dimensions are length, width, height. Well, that's the three-dimensional world. 
But that really, I'm sure if you if you look down, that has to do with the, these three dimensions as well, but it's, it's the root of those dimensions. So yet when you're looking and trying to understand reality, you're doing it through the dimension of what is really time, what is really place, and what is really human, soul. And that's the real focal point when a person's thinking in terms of doing things, that's what he's trying to perfect. Because you always have a specific time you're trying to perfect, a specific place you're trying to affect, and a specific aspect of soul you're trying to perfect. Those, that's the keys. Everything else is, is focused towards that. So therefore, your whole focal point, okay? That means when you're thinking of everything you're doing in this world. So if you're just a, a human being to relook at things in terms of length, width, and height. Yes. <laughs> that's how you look at things. Because you're bound by those three dimensions. And you, and you live by those dimensions. But when, when you're a Jew, you're living with the dimension of space is supposed to be made holy. And that means God is in this space. There is no space that God is not in. There is no time that God is not in. And there's no human and no soul that God is not in. And those three need to be perfected. So how do you perfect it? Well, right now, we are 742. That's time. Now, we're looking to perfect 742. That's the, right now the agenda. We're trying to perfect the space in this room, and we're trying to affect soul. So how are we affecting all three? We're learning Torah. So what did we do? We are sanctifying this space. This space is a pretty holy place. A lot of Torah goes on over here, okay? 742 has been sanctified. That space is, time is unlimited. And our souls have been sanctified. But of course, we don't just leave it to that because there, this is all a part of towards a focal point. And the focal point is Shabbos. Somehow 742 is gonna to have to connect to Shabbos. 640? Yeah. Well, yeah. We're gonna be back from yeah, yeah. <laughs> And this space has to be connected to Yerushalayim. And the Beis Hamikdash and the Evan Shasia. And our soul and our and our beings have to be connected to our souls, to our root souls, and they all are connected to Hashem. We want to bring everything of these three dimensions to be connected to Hashem. And therefore, there's uh, a famous word from the Hasidim. Um, they explain um, that if three people are are in a room and they're not studying Torah, it's a Moshev Leitzim, which in, translates a Moshev Leitzim means a gathering of mockers. So the simple shot is three people sit together or more Let's say we weren't learning Torah now. We're just shooting the breeze. <laughs> Wasting time. Okay? So we say that is a, a place of mockers. However, the deeper shot is, you could figure, wait a minute. Let's say you've got three people who normally spend their time speaking meaningful things. But for some reason, after 10 minutes, you guys realize you're just wasting your time. So three people that 
What's the reason for that? Must be before you were here, there were other people who were wasting their time here and put into this room this energy of wasting time. In other words, you see, we impact the space we're in. This is not a hard idea to understand after the pandemic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because what did they insist that you do yeah. whenever you come into a room? Disinfect. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Why? Well, it could be some germs on the table. If it was true or not, I don't know. But there's some truth to it, but I don't know how far it was with the pandemic. But nobody would come into a room with germs. So guess what? You don't want to come into a room where people have had a bull session before. You'd have to disinfect. You'd have, oh, you have to disinfect. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 there are, and, and that's why you have, let's say, people like the Baal Shem Tov, that he would go to weird places. Why? To disinfect them. Oh. In other words, to pray. The, believe me, the Baal Shem Tov, when he prayed in a place, he disinfected it. Well, that, that, that place in the world, you know, every place has got sparks of holiness that want to be elevated. This place has been disinfected already. Uh, yes, I hope so. Well, you're here. I hope so. Yes, no I don't know who else. Here. That's why I locked the door when I'm not here. Who knows who else could disinfect? Uh, infect it. And that's why a shul, right? A shul, we know, again, the Baal Shem Tov once walked into a shul. He tried to get in, he couldn't get in. What do you mean he couldn't get in? Just get inside, the door's open, I can't get in. He says, why? Well, the shul is full of prayers. So we said, wow, such a great shul, it's full of prayers. He said, that's not what I mean. The shul, the people here talk so much, none of the prayers are able to go up to heaven because the malachim won't take them. So it's so full of prayers, I can't get in. So you gotta realize you, you can infect a shul there are certain shuls that are infected that when you walk in, you just start speaking. Yeah. And there are other shuls that are disinfected. When you walk in, you just don't speak. Because that, and that's why Eretz Yisrael has, has so much potential, because that's where our patriarchs walked and spoke. But on the other hand, Rishayim also walked and spoke in that area. So that's, but these are all the elements of what we're trying to perfect. So now, taking these three ideas Again, since man is connected to the three broader worlds that we said of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, that's after Atzilus, says the Vilna Gon in on the Sefer Yitzira, he says, so which one of these worlds pertains more to these elements? Now they all have the elements, but which ones are more sourced in that element? That's a little tricky to figure out. You need a Vilna Gon to figure this out. So he says the, the second world after Atzilus gotten there's nothing. There's nothing but Hashem there. So we, we can't even describe anything. There's no, Hashem is not bound by space, time, and soul. That's beyond. That's Atzilus. It's all potential energy, but nothing really there. So now we come to the first world of Bria really now parallels makom, space, because God has begun to leave some space for reality other than his own. In other words, the idea of space, when you have to talk about Hashem, there's no such thing as space, there's no such thing as time, there's no such thing as soul. It's just God. 
So now, as you want to start the creative process, what's the first thing God had to do? Had to have a, has to start to have tzimtzum. Has to have some constraints. Hashem has to somehow withhold his existence, conceal his existence, and allow some kind of apparently other existence to exist. So the first thing you gotta do is create space. So gotta be spaces. Now, that, not the way we measure space, but metaphysical space, okay? So that is, yeah, that's why, so that's the place of Bria is Mako. The next world, Yitzira, we're starting to fashion things that has to do with time because that is a little bit more of a constrainment because now we're making units of time and we're applying it to space. So now we're getting some theoretical laws of physics are coming into existence, but still it's a metaphysical reality. And then the world down here, clearly the purpose of the world here is man. Everything in this world is for man. So therefore, in all of the actions that we do, we are repairing all the worlds with the three aspects that are there, because again, our avoda is to work on, to perfect time, space, and soul. And when we do, every mitzvah is meant to, or the collective of all the mitzvahs are working to establish that that happens. Okay. So now, with that in mind, he goes into what he says is the avoda of a person regarding the three worlds. And a lot of the sources he quotes are very hard to understand, so you can only go with what he says. And what he meant to say was, and that's where I can start from, he brings uh, some teachings of Luzzato that are really Kabbalistic words that are beyond uh, our scale, what we can handle now. But I'm uh, just looking if I didn't skip anything. Okay. And he explains like this. That Remember we said yesterday, after the sin of first man, the three worlds became separated from each other. Remember we said that the three worlds were really garments of the world of Atsilus. Atsilus is all Hashem. All energy, yeah. Right? And then the other worlds were really synthesized. Just like again, you wear you you're here. You have your clothes, different layers of clothes. Okay, even though it's a separate entity, but it's connected. So, and they ultimately, you know, this is my jacket. It belongs to me. It's what I wear, and it describes me. I'm I'm a rabbi. How do you know? I'm wearing a, a jacket and tie in shul, right? That that screams out that that's what I am. So it's very connected. But then after first man sinned and that we lost that clarity, then all the worlds became disconnected from each other. It's like the clothing is flying around and we're trying to put it together. So our job is to bring everything back together. Okay, so now when we look now, now that the worlds are disconnected, so if it's connected, then it's all Hashem. Even though it's a separate aspect. Again, this no one's going to think this clause belongs to somebody else. It's mine. Everything, everything around me is mine. It's clear, everything's connected. But if it's disconnected, we don't know. So now, the, so what happens to those worlds when they disconnect? Well, the world of Atsilos, which is really all Hashem, there's no disconnect. It's only good. It's all good. There's nothing but good in the world of Atsilos. We take it down one notch, the world of Bria is already a little bit of concealment. 
So it's mostly good, but a little bit. Remember, good is defined as, how do you define tov? I didn't really, how do you define tov? Absence of you. <laughs> well, tov is God. Tov right. is God. Hashem is tov. Everything Hashem does is good. That's all. An absence of Hashem is not good. That's all there is to it. That's, that's what tov is. That's the definition. Hashem saw what he made and was good. Hashem, what Hashem does is all good. Hashem is good. Everything is good. The concealment of good, that's evil. Now you could do things that extend, that connect to Hashem, that's good. Things that are disconnected from Hashem is evil. Okay, different levels of evil. Okay. So the world of Atsilus, all good. The world of Bria is mostly good. Mostly good. I mean, it's still very much connected to Hashem, but there's a little bit of concealment. Let's skip down to the world of Asiya, down here. Mostly bad. Mostly bad. There's a lot of free will choice over here. So much concealment. You can really think there's no God at all in this world. And the world of Yitzira, in between, it's half good, half bad. Okay, that's what the, now that doesn't mean it's bad like we think bad. Bad, I went and killed somebody. That's bad. No, it's more con, uh, uh, concealment of Hashem where you could maybe think of doing things that are not good. And therefore, when energies are passing through, so when you do a really bad Avera in this world, whew, you've, got a, you've, got a, you've got pipes of bad. You've got angels that are very happy to bring the bad, which you did right up. All the way to the Kisei HaKavod. And look, look at the bad that they did. And there's still room at the Kisei HaKavod for a little bit of bad in there. And then God has to send back a reciprocal bad energy through that. But when we, but when we do tshuva, tshuva goes past that. It goes to the world of Atsilus. And now that that's, trumps everything, and that shoots down different energies. Rabbi, isn't there, yeah. isn't there more conceal, concealment in the world these days than oh, yeah. the old days? <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't be some Yeah. That's right. So we talk about concealment in the world, but it's, it's also relative to the point in time. Yes, I there's know. a lot of concealment. No question about it. Yeah. Okay, and therefore, our avoda is more precious to Hashem. And what we have to do relative to earlier generations does not have to be as great. The avoda now is not to be a prophet. The avoda now is to be a mensch. That's all. You don't have to have any prophecies. You just have to be an honest, decent human being that is able to refrain from all these terrible things. That's, that's all that's left on the table. We already had the prophets. They did their job. Everyone's done their job in their generations. So now you understand why things are reaching the epitome of evil now. True. It, it exactly. can't get, well, you always, you always say it can't get yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, nobody <laughs> thought five, five years ago that a boy is a girl. Like it was not on the table. But now, so now who knows, now when you get with, with artificial intelligence, who knows what the next evil, obviously it's here for good and for evil, but it's gonna be used for evil certainly, which we'll see. Anyway, so within every person, we have all these worlds, if you recall. 
and we talked about the our elements of and our three levels of soul, neshama, ruach, nefesh. That's responsible from top to bottom. Thought, which is directed to the world of bria, and think about it, bria is mostly good, right? And the thoughts of a normal person are mostly good because generally people want to do good things. Okay? When people uh, think about things, really everybody wants to do good, even people who are reshoyim. Okay? But uh, when it gets down to the world of action, then it, I, don't you believe that politicians want to do good? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, sure. yes why did you go into civil service? Sure. Want to do good. Yeah. For myself. So why did you take $50 million from the Chinese yeah, well, and happened. sell your country down the road? It's and and he still thinks he's a good president. Yeah, yeah. 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 Environment. What? They're badly influenced uh, by that whole environment. No, they think this is, they're entitled to do this. Uh, you know, I'm right. doing so much for everybody else. 50 it. million is pittance it's compared to what I should be getting. Yeah, you want to do good, want to save the environment. Yeah, for sure. But you know, want to wanna do good, want to save the, 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 the low lives. Yeah. Therefore, we're going to let them camp all over the place. But they want to do good, but then that's in the high. That's in their thoughts. The liberal in the thoughts, not so bad. <laughs> but when it gets down to action, the real world, all of a sudden, oh, it means I it means I have to pay for this. Oh, I'm not paying for this. You little underlings, you're paying. That's the good. So that. So you see, when we get the feelings, and that's the world of Yitzira, That's like half and half. That you have on the one hand feelings of doing mitzvahs and good things. And then you got other feelings like jealousy and other things like that. So therefore, that world, we parallel that world as well. And in the world of action, that parallel the body and things we do in the world of Asiya, it's all bad, mostly bad. In other words, as the prophet says, a human being is like a wild animal. Now we have to tame the wild, the physical, the physical part of the person, not the not the higher levels, and all our actions are to tame ourselves and to do the opposite of that. So it comes out the avoda that a person does in himself, even in himself, his worlds are separate. Just like the worlds are separate, so you got, how do you understand? In, in thought, Himamish has the most beautiful thoughts. A Russia, the most beautiful thoughts. And then in feelings, well, this and that. And in actions, all bad. Because the actions are not reflecting the feelings, are not reflecting the thoughts. Because they're all separate, disjointed, or we could call it um, mystically uh, psychotic. <laughs> right? Um, what do you call it when you have split personality? What's the word? Schizophrenia. Schizophrenic. We, we suffer from a schizophrenia of three aspects of existence because we're not revealing the light. And that's what's missing over here, and that's where we got to be able to connect them. Anyway, we're out of time. You got a daven? Okay. okay. To be continued.